0: Do you do you really think about where it is that your goods come from, your clothes, uh, your bargain house items that you purchase? Do you look for a deal or are you conscious of how those items are manufactured and some of the practices that might go into them, like the cost of human life, for example? There are an astonishing number of slaves that are employed in the world, making some of these products that cost us relatively nothing, that earn us a bargain when we purchase them. There's an estimated 49.5 million people that are forced into labor globally, a quarter of those are children, and oftentimes it's those industries that allow us to be able to purchase some of our goods at a really good price. So let's get into what it is that's really going on and how we can try to change such a huge issue. Uh, Our guest is an Associate Teaching Professor of Supply Chain Management at Thompson Rivers University, Stuart Milligan. Stuart, thank you so much for making the time this afternoon.
1: No problem, pleasure to be here.
0: Stuart, I mean this is a huge number, 49.5 million people forced into labour and this is nothing short of slavery, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the, the fact I always found astounding is that there's never been so many slaves um, in the world than there is just now. Even when slavery was a thing, think back to the Roman Empire, we've got more slaves now than we had then.
0: And there are different types, right? There are, I mean, there's, there's people that are forced into labour and then there's something called bonded labour. Can you sort of define what it is that we're looking at and what this problem means?
1: Bonded labour um, or, or um, debt, debt labour is where people find themselves uh, working for an employer, and typically they are um, the, the, their, their documents are taken from them, and they are uh, basically trapped sure. there until they pay off some sort of debt, um, usually uh, for very very uh, low. Uh, low pay, uh, terrible working conditions, and th- th- that's the, the most common type of modern day slavery that, that exists is, is that sort of uh, bonded servitude.
0: And so where is this taking place? Are we talking about this this type of forced labour or modern slavery happening in the Western world and developed countries, or is this only in really densely populated uh, second and third world countries? Where does this happen primarily?
1: Unfortunately, it, it's a, it is a global problem. Uh, you're absolutely right that it is more prevalent in, in developing countries, um, but you, you will absolutely find it in, in developed countries as well. Uh, you, you may tell from my accent that I'm not Canadian born and bred. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, it, in, in the UK, it, it's very uh, it, uh, common um, to have to see, hear news um, articles um, that um, there's been issues of it found. Um, I, I used to uh, when I lived in South Wales, um, uh, taught in the university there. Um, the, a farm in Newport was found to be holding people in in, in bonded labour. The, the very oh. circumstances we're talking about. Yeah, it's um, it is frighteningly prevalent.
0: It it seems like it's something that always happens far away and so it's easy to just sort of push to the back of your mind and have this understanding that it does happen but it doesn't necessarily affect your life. But it does because really I mean this is what contributes to a lot of industries being able to make really cheap or I suppose I should say inexpensive products. What industries is this most prevalent in?
1: I would argue that m- most industries are touched by it to a greater or lesser extent, um, and it's not just cheap products. Um, you've got I mean, um, the iPhones and um, t- electronic gadgets, which are really expensive. Um, the, one of the main sort of first-tier suppliers, so the first level of suppliers uh, are Foxconn um, to industries such as Apple, such as Samsung, and they've got a terrible history um, of... Of, of labour violations.
0: If we know that some of these big companies are employing these practices, wh- why are we not doing anything about it?
1: The, 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 the problem is uh, that it's, it's the removed problem. So uh, I would suggest if you walked into, I, I, I mentioned Apple, so if you walked into Apple's, uh, an Apple facility in, in the US or Canada, you, you wouldn't find people in bonded labour there. Right. Um but when you then go to their suppliers and indeed their, their supplier suppliers, it, it gets very difficult to to track what 's going on. Uh, most companies are have difficulty tracking inventory so the the, the products that they actually have in, in their own confines they, they find that difficult enough to to track far less than the the processes go on round about it uh, we are will become very very connected we have become um, reliant on giving parts of a business to other organisations and it was driven by, by economics but it's also what has led to I suppose the, the quality of life that, that we now enjoy, the variety of goods mm. and it's uh, the basis of a lot of our international trade and, and the way that our economy developed is that we work with other organisations we work internationally and we hive out bits of our Organisation bits of a business for companies to do it so we can get the benefits of uh, different technologies, different skills, different expertise, and indeed at, at the best price because markets are competitive. And, but whenever we do that, we lose visibility of what's going on.
0: So, is there any way around this? If mean, it sounds like our our way of life, our quality of life, certainly, is sort of built upon this system that this that this just happens. What what do we do? Forty nine and a half million people forced into, into forced labor. It seems to be a staggering number to even try to to combat. Can there be something that, that's done?
1: I mean, efforts are being made. Um, so the, there is slavery is, is illegal uh, in every uh, every country in the world, and there are there's legislation within the last ten years uh, from uh, UK, uh, Germany, Australia, uh, the California bill. We've got the current bill going through uh, the Canadian system as well, where we are. Um, we targeting larger organizations first and foremost to say look, you, 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 we, we can't keep on doing this. you have to um, report have some transparency uh, around about the supply chains um, but what, what we find out however is that um, I think to your your opening comments it's when it's the public can make a difference it's the the bad press it, th- that's what hurts Organisations more, and I don't think any organisation, the the, the organisations we all, sort of the brands we associate ourselves with, uh, that we identify, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't suggest for a minute they they are supportive of the fact um, it is an abhorrent practice. Uh, but it's when the the public pressure says abs- actually we are not want to associate with you anymore, we are not supporting your practices that that's what forces the hand mm. it would appear not not legislation so it's um it, it it's People's opinion, people's actions, uh, the public outcry, um, the brand-damaging uh, aspect of it is what really forces organisations into action.
0: I wonder, uh, quickly, Stuart, if because uh, we're running out of a little bit of time here, but I'm wondering <laughs> if you can quickly answer if if AI will maybe make a difference, maybe replace some of the jobs that are that are currently held by those in forced labour.
1: Um, we are going through a change, uh, absolutely. I mean, we've got um, Ch- chat gpt 4 uh, come out just now, which can do. Um, you think well, can, can work be replaced? I would argue it's more in the analytics side of it, where we can identify patterns, and the sort of forensic side of it, so machine learning, the artificial intelligence. Um, the looking at patterns and the, um, under, the trying to get the, use it to aid transparency and to aid information interrogation, I think that could help.
0: Well, well, we'll definitely see, as we seem to be widely embracing AI and how it's going to change our lives, maybe it'll make a difference in this area. But in the meantime, we can make a difference with our purchasing power and uh, as consumers, as Stuart said. Stuart, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate your perspective on this.
1: Good to speak to you. Thank you.
0: Of course. Stuart Milligan is an associate teaching professor of supply chain management at Thompson Rivers University. It's 4.15. Chelsea on Chad will continue in three minutes.
1: This morning with Jaylen Nye and Daryl McIntyre.